Welcome to Like Mother, Like Daughter, and I'm Lady T, aka Mom, and I'm Reagan. You know, a couple years ago, um, I had came up with the idea of doing a radio broadcast. You remember? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I thought it was a unique idea and a necessary um, idea because, you know, oftentimes we all experience the same thing, but even between generations, you experience it differently or your line of vision is different in it. And I thought it would be good to kind of get the two views of two generations and kind of just being able to sit and talk some things out. And surprisingly, there's a lot that we talk about that there that we have common ground. But then there's also some things where we view them completely different. And I know that it's a matter of um, even just the age difference right. and the times that we were brought up in. Um, so... As you know, right now, um, we're not only experiencing a pandemic that has altered everybody's life. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because you have, like, Reagan. um, This is her senior year of high school. So she has experienced something even recently that I haven't. You know, I went to school, graduated, and was able to rock the stage and, you know, had all the family and everything there. But this is something that's different. Very different. (laughs) <laughs> very different um it's just it's very weird I mean I'm so used to going to school every day I like making new friends I like being social so being in the house all the time is very ugh, it's stressful and it can be it starts to get depressing because you're looking at the same thing every day but I mean you know you just gotta go through it and just tough be tough through it and just keep moving like you know you always should you know I always do and you know I have a good mom so she's here to remind me <laughs> when I don't get on calls and stuff like that <laughs> and I forget so yeah. I'm good now but she acts like I'm irritating her when I be asking her what time are your calls and things a reminder but we'll go with it <laughs> Um, but you know, even in the midst of the pandemic, um, that we're going through, it has not stopped the world from turning and continuing on the world, on the path that the world and the country is on. Um, and this last week was, has been extremely traumatic. Um, even for us African-Americans after the video of Ahmad, I'm sorry, Arbery was leaked. And um, I think it's important conversations that need to be had surrounding that, even with um, our children um, or whether it may be your grandchildren, it doesn't matter because, you know, trauma is trauma and there's things that they may not understand or they may have questions about because there's answers that we still don't have and we have questions about. And um, I think generating these conversations and having real conversations are necessary, um, especially in times like this. So I've been saying a lot um, about how I felt on social media um, because unfortunately, this is a running theme for our people. Um, And unfortunately, even for this next generation, they have been around for quite a few in these last years. 
um, of these racially charged cases. And they have been witness to the fact that oftentimes justice is not served on our behalf. Right. So that is one thing um, that we're going to talk about on this episode is the truth behind how do I want to say it? How we actually feel after, during, and after these things that are happening now. And I can say, like I said, I've been rather vocal about it, even at home. Um, And I feel like I've just reached a place of being fed up. And it's a frustrating place for me because I want to be able to do something. I want to be able to do something, figure something out that will help. But in reality, I know that this is systemic, which means it is so deeply ingrained. There is no overnight solution. And for me, it also worries me um, in seeing that a lot of our predecessors who have been in this fight and who were on the front line are now, you know, aging, getting older, those who were able to survive um, through your 50s, your 60s and things. And they are leaving off the scene and rightfully so because time is progressing. Um, But for me, it's kind of a point of anxiety or worry that we may not be prepared and are not preparing our future generations as well to be able to pick up that baton to run with it because this is not this problem has not ceased and actually it has picked up traction again and so i'm gonna let reagan go ahead (laughs) and how how does this make you feel well, um, I was just sitting here thinking to myself that it's very systematic and how they are doing things because we were just, you know, I was having a conversation with my grandfather who is very vocal about um, the black struggle and the, you know, the white struggle and how different it is. And he was saying, I really have faith in y'all's generation because I feel as if y'all will be able to you know, mend the gaps and really start to, you know, move forward and live in harmony, not more so, you know, harmony, but just be able to put certain differences aside. But it's so systematic because, you know, now I can, I hear conversations that me and my friends are having or, you know, among different friend groups. And they're talking about how, you know, white people, they can't really stand white people or, you know, um, how, it's just becoming to a point where everybody is starting to be fed up with each other. And so it's, it kind of scares me to see where we'll be in the next few years. It's like we are, we're not progressing at all. We're actually backtracking, in which I thought we were going to start to progress. But I, I don't see that happening at all. So like my mom said, I think it's important that we do take the baton and run with it. Because in the age of the six, the fifties and sixties, they didn't have social media, but we have social media now. I mean, he, uh, Ahmad was murdered in February, and it just all started coming to light now. But look how fast we got every when we came united as a front, we got everybody, 
you know, um, we got them indicted. And so I just feel as if, if we keep doing that and stop expressing hate amongst each other, we can't fight anything else if we're not united as a front. So do you think that, speaking from your generation, do you think if um, you were listening in when I was watching a live the other night with Angela Davis and Nikki Giovanni, even hearing them speak, do you think that you guys are prepared? Not at all. Um, (laughs) I don't think we're prepared simply because my generation, like, is very entitled and they feel as if they feel as if um you know stuff is beneath us and i don't think we are prepared for the real world in a sense of this stuff happens every day like and it doesn't just happen like big stuff where people are getting shot and killed it happens little stuff you know like you get left out of a class i mean i went to an all predominantly white school for my first two high years of high school and they would it was definitely systematic there too mm-hmm. and so you know and no one handled that right that's true so i don't think we're prepared at all and um i think even um with our with our generation um i have felt a a call and a push for us to really begin to step up as well, but also helping to prepare that next generation. And um, and even educate, because I don't think, um, I feel like a lot of things have been, and you can tell me if you agree or if you disagree, but I feel like a lot of things, even media-wise, has been put out there to almost try to dumb y'all's minds down mm-hmm. to the point where you don't have to think critically as much um, to create more shallowness where you don't have to have certain levels of depth that are necessary to even get in these types of fights where injustice is um, present. Um, so... I feel like the age of social media has replaced a lot of things. Um, Even as far as like really diving in or, or reading or something, even understanding things that build patience. So I can say, sounds like I'm like, oh, back in my day, but it is, there is a difference. But I can say that at one point, like even when we did reports, we had to actually, it took time. So we had to go to libraries. We literally would pull out encyclopedias and we would have to search through those to find and pull different books. But that made us have to go more in depth in things where it was easier than now. Even, you know, when I do stuff now, it's at the tip of your fingers. So I also worry that the patience... (laughs) for the process isn't there because again this is going to be a process because this is not going to change overnight and it's also going to take that those um, preceding generations us and the future the the upcoming generations who are coming in adulthood to actually make this forge for forward Mm -hmm. but i 
in my opinion, there are also still some blockades between each generation. Right. So what do you think between our generations that blockage is? I think the blockage between, because y'all, y'all were um, brought up with different set of parents. If that make you know, mm-hmm. different mindsets with your parents. And so I think with our generations, it gets misconstrued when it comes to us being able to, you know, you know, most parents say, I'm not your friend, you know, but in this day and age, our, what can I say? Our, I guess our generation wasn't really taught loyalty. Yeah. And so we, we want to have a friend in y'all, but we also don't understand, okay, you know, this is my parent, but we still want to have a friend in y'all because y'all are the only people who will be loyal to us. And the rest, you know, the I people behind us, the people behind us aren't being loyal to us. The, who we call our friends, our so-called friends, aren't even being loyal to us. So it's like now, who do we run to? So we run to y'all. But then sometimes, I know even just with me and my other parent, it's like okay, I'm speaking my mom, but then it comes off as disrespect. Mm-hmm. But it's not disrespect. I feel like I should be able to come to you and be honest with you about how I'm feeling about this. So I think that is one of the biggest. Just a loyalty aspect in which, you know, it can't come off wrong because sometimes you, you know, we're teenagers, so we be trying it. But but sometimes it doesn't. And it is a difference. And I mean, I think that's something on our generation is about us reteaching ourselves some things that we have carried on from previous generations where communication was not a thing between parents and kids. Right. Um, so I think um, that is something that, you know, I try to. I've definitely tried to work against to create, but that is something that we've had. To, it's us reteaching and relearning um, from the ways we were brought up because it wasn't open dialogue. It wasn't any of that. And I think it's necessary. So I'm clear. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, a truth is not disrespectful. Presentation can be disrespectful, but truth can feel like disrespect um, when if it's not, not ready when it, it. people yeah. are not ready to hear it. Um not going to make this super long because I want to try to keep these episodes like like 15 minutes or so yeah, um, or less. Um, but I just wanted um, to just kind of get both of our takes on what is happening right now. And I can guarantee you um, we'll be putting out a few more episodes probably um, in this next week dealing with this as the case continues to unfold because... Um, one thing that was found out as of today is that the men, the McMichaels, um, who murdered Ahmad, they had first said that there was a string of um, robberies in the neighborhood and they thought that he fit the description. But it has now come out that there were never a string of robberies. <laughs> Go figure. They made it up. Sure did. And so we'll be seeing how this unfolds. And yes, we did get an indictment and um, they have been arrested. However, we've seen this happen before. So whereas we're happy, we're not impressed. impressed. Um, Because we've watched this happen time and time again, um, of which that first step was taken. But then they are let off the hook. So again, we will be talking further about this and a host of other topics coming up but thank you for tuning in 
Thank you. Again, this is Lady T. I'm AKA Mom. And I'm Reagan. <laughs> and this is Like Mother, Like Daughter. And we'll see you soon.